Welcome, everyone, to the latest episode of The Testing Room, where three of the gaming industry's best video game consultants who have never actually consulted on a video game bring you new topics each and every week! My god. <laughs> As always, <laughs> I'm Alex, a.k.a. The God's Father. I'm Christian, a.k.a. Pseudo-Wudo45. I am Preston, a.k.a. Funkadelic Jedi. I only did it that way because you were giving me a face. When I was going through it, your eyes were getting big. Like you were yeah, well, no, I was making Preston and I were making the face at each other. Had nothing well, to he's do like all you. down here. I'm like, oh. I know. I'm. I was gonna do it. Kilroy over here. <laughs> Not everything revolves around you, Alex. Wow, I, I don't even know why I'm that. here then today. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> even need to be here. <laughs> Go to Japan already, Alex. Jeez. Uh, man. Yeah, I, God, and then skip the gun so like, that you can I just wish. make me mad all over again. I, yeah, I know. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'll. Maybe that's that'll be my takeaway. Like my souvenir for you. I'll get you some Gundam keychain, but I'll have bought it like in Tokyo, like nowhere, mm. nowhere near Yokohama, right? Just be like here I, you go. I, I got this I, for you. I, here, can I can I tell you what I figured you would do? And sure. Feel free. It's okay if you still use this idea. It's okay. But <laughs> this is the kind of level of planning that I would expect from myself, and so therefore I expect it from you is the video I would get is you on the train going right by the Yokohama stop <laughs> and then just videotaping it and being like, <laughs> as he's going by. And then as it goes right by, hey, I saw the bullet train you see just vroom. <laughs> I did see it, technically. That's true. I did see it. There you go. Uh, hey, I am I I'm very excited for that trip. I am very ready for it to come. Um, I, um, I have not played. Why don't we just start with our weeks? I'll get to oh, wait. Well, I know Preston's we're going to do Preston's core. I know quarters. I Jesus, did not forget. Fucking week. I did not forget this week. I was going to say. <laughs> you almost did. I have not played anything at all because we are in that like pre-clean, get all your projects done before you go on vacation. Because my mom is actually staying at our house to uh, watch the pets and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I've had like no time to do anything. And I, I the stress level every day is slowly yeah. ramping up. And you're so, still like, working. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and along with working, I had travel pop up next week for work, so like I am just very ready for vacation to be here. Oh, I bet. Oh yeah. Yeah, I get that. Faux show. All right, Preston. What you got for us? I swear if you make a big deal about it and say nothing. I could say nothing, but I do have a shout out. Um, okay. There's this little indie game coming out that's gonna give me hella points on the uh, fantasy league. A little game called Zelda. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Ah, uh, baby, I'm ready for it. Still, wait, so wait, far, it's so a 97. Hold on, hold on a 97. You, I'm gonna be in second you, place from like last almost like a week ago. Are you? Yo, I'm gonna look right now. Oh, he is. A, he is. But let's. I'm not last. Last right now. How you were? But, you were like very last. He is. So you get but, two points for every point after 90. Yes. And it's a 97 but, right now. Because of all of your prior picks, if you look next to your score your projected finishing total compared to everybody else's still does not put you it in still the most says like second position is it's it's pro- his, projected is, his projected is fifth your projected oh, okay. is fifth. well Pro, uh no we'll no see. i'm wrong i'm wrong preston's projected points is first at 96 <gasps> wow now homeworld yeah, just my projected my project i was looking because it shows us in a different order on the list than what we're on in like the top standings. So I'm actually projected fifth. 
though I'm currently first, which is funny. So yeah. like I have here's the crazy thing. I have sixty two you know, points. Those point projections can be a little weird because oh, yeah. they are they they are based on hype level. So for also, instance, like so let's talk, them... let's talk, let's address Preston's because this is funny, right? Because <laughs> like mine. So I am currently first at sixty two points. Yeah, I have six games left, and yeah. they coming out, and they only project me to get seventy one. So I'm only getting nine points according to the hype, right? Preston, however, is is projected first with ninety six. He currently has six games coming out and only has six points so how you're gonna make up are you gonna make up those like 80 something 80 there's 90 point difference i have no idea what and he has he still has a couple counter picks that aren't gonna be nice to him once they uh home world's not gonna be great i can't remember my other one but that'll be fine with that one i will we'll see here's the uh, thing is that with our league it is important to note that whoever comes in last this year will almost assuredly be playing and doing a full written review of fucking Redfall of all games <laughs> because it is sitting at yeah. a going down nine. Yep, going down every day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what a Preston. Preston, that ninety-seven is a great score. Uh, yeah. Jedi Survivor did you favors? Got you some fifteen points. And then next month, Diablo well, Four. Yep. Yes, you do have Diablo Four. I now that one um, can go either way. Still, it can. It's I think we'll I. Try. I I got a couple of biggies. I still, I'm still waiting on uh, Hellblade Two. I'm still waiting on System Shock, which I don't think are going to be game busters. But I did go with a couple System of System Shock. Um, I think will be. I did go with a couple of indies like uh, Cocoon, which is like, uh, with I think it's the Limbo team or the Inside team. I'm not sure. Like that, it's, I think it's like the creator of Limbo that went off looks, and did his own yeah, game own course, thing yeah. before Inside. So, okay. so I have a couple of small indies um, and open roads that I'm hoping like are kind of indie darlings, yeah. if you will. That's yeah. that's what I'm banking on. I got a Devolver but, game in there, so I know I'm I'm banking on that one being a little bit extra. Mine are all yeah, be but you have you have half of this year. I say your Devolver is Angerfoot, isn't it, or is it Bomb yeah. Rush Cyberfuck? Angerfoot. Angerfoot. No, I think he has Bomb Rush Cyberfuck. I have both of those. He has both. Bomber Shirefunk is going to absolutely clean up. I really fucking hope so, because if that game doesn't do well, I'm going to be sad in two ways. <laughs> yes, I know. Christian, yeah. Christian is sitting at a gentleman 17 points, still higher than Preston. Um, I am sitting at a gentleman had, 17 points. However, all of my games are in the back half of the year. Dude, I was going to say, yeah. say you're, you, you had Atomic Heart, which people expect to do well and did not get you much. No, it did not do me um, any favors. Yeah, but then you have so Tekken eight. You have Haiti, dude. Hades two. That's, That's not a big even one. fair. Yeah, um, Alan Wake two. Alan Wake two and Tekken eight are all yeah. three of them going to give me good, some yeah. nasty points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. You're. You actually. Um, a few of you have gone pretty stacked. So it's interesting the way this league works, and I think we should change rules next year. Currently, Whatever, yeah. for those. For those of you that have no idea what the hell we're talking about, I think we've briefly <laughs> talked about it. We have. Essentially, if you like fantasy sports, this is fantasy sports for nerds, where you can draft video games and based on their scores, how many points you get. And there are like regular games, there are expansion categories and remake. The only rule we have is you have to fill out your five counter picks. And counter picks can only be selected from the games that other people picked. So they thought they're going to do well, and you think they're not. Mm-hmm. However, and I think that rule's great. I think we should add, though, next year, you have to fill out the entire thing. Because... Asking so hard. It, but no, it, it, it's not. It just you means you're going to... The entire thing win. What do you mean? Like, every game. 
because you could go with some bangers and fill out your counter picks and do well. Whereas like you don't right now have to fill out every regular slot. You don't have to fill out every um, well, you new don't, game franchise slot. You don't, but you will automatically lose, right? So like, and we knew going in that there was going to be some people who would not participate all the way. So like, and right now we only have like one or two people I think that are very clearly not paying attention playing anymore. Yeah. Um, so those people are just going to de facto lose. Why like, would you lose? Not getting points. You're not getting points. Right, but that doesn't necessarily mean you'll lose. Like, if you got, like, four or five bangers and filled out your counter picks and did well, if you're actually not having everything filled out, you could do okay, because if, Regar- you know... Regardless, those people will be disqualified. We're not going to let them... Okay, so are we expecting, though, that you have to fill out everything? Yes. If you fill out everything, you will be... You have to be fill out everything to be... Okay counted them on the final thing and i'll just remove those other people because i didn't think that was explicitly stated and i thought it should be i think well, it's no, much yes, more it interesting is. i think it's much more interesting when you get because preston i still have four three slots left preston has quite a few you have six slots seven slots left yeah to fill yeah. and i think that's interesting because there's so many of us in so many games it forces you to pick like random games well, you've not never to mention even heard like, of. the budget you have as well because that you can just anyway. get whatever you want you have to like bet on those afterwards uh, and so, bet against other people against and yeah. you sometimes like in Preston's case right like he still has like a solid like basically six months worth of well let's call it four because you would want ample time to announce your game but four months to fill out any of those other picks so he can be waiting till maybe like Gamescom. This is what's happening. Year, I'm waiting right, for to... June area where they do all the big announcements yeah. at the E3 mm-hmm. era, time era frame to where it's like, here's all the games that we didn't know about that are the ones that we do know are coming because if you get somebody and that game doesn't come out, isn't that like a negative uh, point value to you? If like you like, I no, have so this, this year. So if you get a counter pick and it doesn't come out, you get zero points. And if now, if you don't, your, your actually you both pick, get zero, right? Yeah. And if you don't fill out counter picks, then like if you leave those blank, if you don't go back and do them, they give you like a full negative twenty or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's the only thing like, gives you negative, yeah. Like yeah, like it's actually good. So I picked a couple of counter picks because we had, you had to pick some in the beginning, right? Yeah. So I picked Spider Man two and Black Myth uh, Wukong, and Black Myth is not coming out this year, so it's zero, which is great yeah, because perfect. that game might be good. Save yourself. But I was like, I had slim pickings on mm-hmm. those games, so I was like, literally, same with Spider Man. You're right now, you're, you're hoping it, for a Q, Q1 push. It, it, <laughs> might, make, Q1 it push. might make Q4, but yeah. I'm hoping for a Q1 push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. You should. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. It's fun. Um, but yes. I am at a. I am currently in first at 62 points. I don't expect to stay there. I don't know, though. I have some good picks coming up. Here's the thing. Oh, in this league, <laughs> first is fantastic because we have a little prize that we had decided on that whoever first place gets. But the real thing is, as is long last. as you don't, don't get be last, last, don't be last. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's and a winner except yeah. for last, last place. place. Yes. Did yeah. you, uh, I forget, what was the uh, the prize for the winner? Uh, me and one of the other people, we're going to get, we'll just, any game off your wish list. Oh, I gotcha, okay. Between anything. I just can't so remember. Let's get it. Um, the other thing for Preston's Combat Corner oh. is a quick shout out. A uh, friend of the show, uh, DM... Uh, extraordinaire and also uh, uh, guest host sometimes Jake. Jakey uh, the podcasts that he had, the Two Worlds podcast and also Anime Boys. Um, they just released merch 
They did. And they did. So you I got can myself head over a shirt to their back. social medias and grab some. I have the tank top and a shirt coming. So oh, I can decide between which one I like. Wait nice. on a hoodie. So, yeah, do a shirt right now. Yeah. I was thinking about it, but I was like, I have so many hoodies and it's getting summer, like, spring, just summer, so yeah, I'm well. not going to wear it. So, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I, I saw uh, the yellow shirt and I was like, that color's not for me. I would like a shirt, but I also thought, like, I'll probably wait till I get back from Japan. Yeah. <laughs> but also, they have plenty of different colors. You oh yeah, yeah. I, I saw I saw yeah. blue on there, which I, I liked. So yeah, mm-hmm. very nice. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about our weeks. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I was I was gonna start, so I'll start anyway because mine is very easy. Um, I continued to try and play Jedi Survivor. <laughs> oh, you poor man, you poor um, poor man. You're still you're still further than I am. I, I am amazingly. I was actually still further than Travis too. Also friend of the show until he like, he got a back, essentially a backbone equivalent for his phone. Um, and he's like, Oh, I played a couple hours on the computer. And he's like, you know what? I'll lay in bed and try out this controller. He's like, I end up playing till three in the morning. So until yesterday I was further ahead of him too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, there's been again, two or three days this week. Where it's like I have I wake up early, have about an hour till like work actually starts and, and stuff kicks off, and I'll go try and play. And a couple days I got time in. I had to I've I run into some dope boss fights. I've had a lot of fun. Today, however, um, I woke my computer from sleep. The game froze like two seconds in, and then crashed. And then I got to a crash loop um, oh, no. where I verified files. I got an, I did an update. I updated windows. I did everything. And, uh, one of those things allowed me to log in and I played for about 20 minutes and then it froze and I go perfect because I have to log on to a call anyway. So I wasted the entire time that I had to even try and play anything this yeah. morning, trying to fix issues, um, just in time for work to start. So, you know, I'll beat it. I'll beat it one day. Just do this the year. Hopefully. Do it tonight while you're sleeping. It's working right now. While he's sleeping? <laughs> it's not. It crashed on you. But it always crashes. Like, I, I don't... Well, I, here's the thing. I don't, know, I don't know that a crash, like an uninstall and reinstall, would fix these it, stupid bugs if it's just randomly freezing for no reason. But I'm saying it... If you had it working for a little while and then it goes back to messing up after they released a new update, the only thing I'm saying is... What do you have to lose tonight while you're sleeping and not playing? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because it'll just go while you're sleeping, and you're not going to touch it anyway. But the two minutes it takes yeah. for him to do that, though, it's time lost. I know, yeah, it's time he'll never get back, apparently. <laughs> I can, I might do that tonight. Look, if it if it doesn't work tomorrow, then I have Tears of the Kingdom, and I'm never playing this game again. So. <laughs> you will just not. I'll watch, watch, watch it on YouTube. Which will make it really fun to talk about this game come game of the year time. No shit. Preston, Preston will have it at one. I'll have it at zero. Yeah, and the argument. And then I have to decide whether or not I will want to take Preston's side or if maybe I just get too tired of the discussion and then take your side and let it win. <laughs> the same as, yeah. Completely, completely out of spite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just out of spite for this past Who knows? year. Christian's like, I'm done with this <laughs> argument. I'm going with Alex now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. That's my week. That's well, week. I take that. Actually, I take that back. I, I, I lied. I lied. I did play another game. Um, I dove into Dredge. Yeah, yeah, because we didn't talk about this in the podcast, so we talked about it while we were playing games the other day. Um, Did we? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Yeah. Dredge is fun. It's cute. I like it. It's uh, very chill and easy. Um, 
it, it is a little spooky. It's it's fun to me. So like, you're a ship captain. That some stuff has happened. You're in this like in this. I don't want to call it a town. You're in this world. The game is created for you, right? Because you're mm-hmm. you never really story driven. You don't get off your boat. You just drive around. Yep. Um, but stuff well, you happens. Your boat or you're fishing. That's true. Stuff uh, seems to happen sometimes in the night, and I find the most fun in that game of how far can I push it, right? Because the game encourages you, like, hey, man, you should go to sleep. You should definitely uh, rest up, enjoy the, like enjoy your night, go, go to sleep, and then wake up and try again tomorrow. I'm like, nah, let's see how far we can push this without sleeping. Um, so it's fun. Like like it. And then they have a panic meter up top. Yeah. It shows like <laughs> this eye that's moving around of you basically getting ready to uh, experience some things. It's it's very well done. It is it is well done and it's really fun. I like it both like story driven nature but also super casual in nature. Like they do a good job at balancing both of those things. Um, and the art style is really fun. The only thing I. <sighs> It's not a critique. It's just something that I'm working on is balancing the storage management, right? Because you only have so many yeah. things to store. And, like, you have to balance how many how many things do I have because I need, like, a fishing rod for this type of fish or this type of, like, environment mm-hmm. or whatever. I need a flashlight just in case it gets dark. I need, I need to provide some light. And I need, like, engines to give me speed. So it's balancing the limited space with, like, what can I catch and turn in mm-hmm. for money. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's good. I like it. So, mm-hmm. yep. It's well done. It's it's another good example of a polished, simple indie game that can just nail, nail exactly its what it's going purpose. for. Yep. 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 One hundred percent. So that's my week. Pretty easy. Okay. Uh, I'll go next because I know Preston probably definitely had one longer than me. I played. I'm still playing Trails of Cold Steel two. There's that. Nothing more to say on it. Uh, and then I have been getting back into Final Fantasy fourteen Heavy. Not that I ever, you know, a game that keeps on giving as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. But um, What made you get back in? I'm uh, not saying anything about it. Cause... New patches new patches coming out. Um, okay. And... You told me. Huh? I did. You told me. We talked about it in the group chat. You said a new... No, I know the patch is coming out. You didn't tell me, like, hey, I'm going to be playing today. Oh, I absolutely did. And there's a text message to prove it where I said, I'm getting on today, and if you have nothing else going on, Do hop that. on with me. And you said, I would love to get on with you, but I cannot right now because I'm going to be working, and honestly, I'll be pretty busy. Was that today? This coming week. No, <laughs> this was like two days or three days yeah. ago. Oh, okay, I remember that. I was like, did yeah. I say that today? I was... No. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah. It is a day. Um, So, uh, before all of your lies and slander come out, let's just <laughs> nip that right now. But anyways... Uh, and especially because I would love for you to be on, because much to my dismay, I tried the new Deep Dungeon, um, and uh, I got to floor 30, and at which point the game says, cool, you've done all the story stuff here, everything else after this is purely for challenge, so you don't need to do it, um, unless you want the super sick, like, spectral battle tiger mount that you and clearly you said, want. And you said you. clearly. Yeah. Clearly. And they go, well, that's that's great, but you have to go in with a, a fixed party, so you can't do it uh, on your like with through through um, you can't do it through matchmaking. You have to get four people to do it with you um, because because, because reasons. It, and then because it's a safe slot, so 
the way that the slot works is it is those four like four people like it is tied to that so you have to do it with those now well then what's it matter if i'm on there we don't even have four people well so here's the thing is that if i had you then at least we could potentially carve out enough time to knock it out with two people in party finder and just recruit the other two spots and be done or if a certain uh Lollafell, who should not be named, that you are, that is supposedly be playing the game. Alex. Oh yeah, I don't know what uh, he's doing. Probably if, playing other shit. Other probably than playing other shit that's people. not as important. So if he was playing the game he's supposed to be playing, then we only have to recruit for one other person. Uh, but let me but let and me then, ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. There's, there's, other, you, there's one you, other person on this so, podcast. Are you so desperate? And then all of a sudden we have four people who could be helping me get the. No. <laughs> remember, just re, now you realize what you just said. That's You're how so desperate. You want a fell in that party. We talked yep. about Fucking making a, making a, a a party essentially a group say that said no lollafells allowed. If we bought a house, we were gonna put a sign on it that said yep. no lollafells allowed. Yep. And all of that can still happen after. I get <laughs> he's still not allowed, but he's gonna help me. Um, I will have my Steam Deck with me while I travel this week. So if I have an evening, um, we can talk about it. Yeah, I'd be down to. Yeah, because it'll be you. That'll be the morning for me of when I'd be able to play during work. So we might actually link up. No, not when I'm in Japan this week. Like when I'm oh. working. When I'm in. When I'm still in the U.S. I see. <laughs> oh right, because you're not bringing your Steam Deck. To Japan. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Correct. 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 Yeah. No, when I'm traveling was, this first, week. At, work. at first, I was surprised because I was like, I mean, if you really want to spend your nights in Japan playing 14 with me. No. I'm not going to stop you, but I don't if, know that that will go over if, very well. If I'm going to spend my nights playing Final Fantasy XIV with anybody, it's going to be with a bunch of other Japanese kids in some sort of, like, land bar, so... Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was upset about that, but that's okay. Uh, and then I've been doing the uh, new Tombstone event to grind out some of the rewards from there, um, one of which had Alex very upset um, because the amount that he spent on this very podcast he had talked about his trials and tribulations to get it however i do have a story a quick update that i would love to share because i think that it is the funniest thing in the world i found out today that that mount has been available through other means for actual years and that you did it (laughs) so the do you know the the wondrous trials notebook have you ever experienced that Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah 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 If you do it and get, like, the three rows on it or whatever, you get one of those little gold commendations, turn it mm-hmm. in for that bad boy, and you could have done it solo dolo for years. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself when I saw it, and I said, that is why so many people are not doing that stupid-ass event. They have to. Because they don't have to, and they haven't had to for years. So, <laughs> so... And for those of you at home, when I was telling Alex originally about this, when I was saying, like, OMG, the new fucking event thing that's running is offering this mount. That is hilarious. I'm just going to go get it this way because it's a million times easier. And Alex was like, I'm not even upset about other people having to have it, but it just makes me mad that I went and did it the other way. So, so long, I'm going to change my name to I got this mount the hard, or the real way, the hard way, whatever it was. But I think the addendum should be, I did this the dumb way. <laughs> because I did not know it existed through the other yeah. way. Yeah. 
so frustrating. Ugh. Yeah, I found that out today. Literally right before we got when I sent that text being like, I have an amazing story for the podcast. It was me finding out. Because I was like, I wonder what the rewards are for this. I've never looked. And then, like, I clicked on it. And I was like, oh. Oh. There's some <laughs> other, like, I the frustrating thing to do is, like, I knew that thing gave you mounts. Because I've, I've looked at doing other stuff. Um, there was something mm-hmm. I got in in one of those treasure dungeons that you can, like, sell right for yeah. quite a bit of money and i was like okay well i know there's one more mount so i looked at the elephant mount right you can get that elephant mount that's like really special um through doing the same thing yep so i knew you could get other mounts but i never took the time to see like what mounts you could get through it mm-hmm. so stupid <laughs> so and with that that's my week <laughs> i could i could have soloed that in like a week you could have oh mm-hmm so. instead of Waiting for random Discord pings that'll never come. That took me like two months. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, and you played a lot. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. even worse. Like I just left it up a lot. Like yeah. I didn't even play. <laughs> I, I just left it up for an and alert scared. and then sprint to your computer to start playing. Cost you electricity. Just to get a couple hits on it to uh, inevitably die and not get the full amount of currency that you needed and be mad and then wait and redo it and all that other stuff. It was insane. I I was two times that we beat it i was the first to hit it because as soon as i saw like 10 people they'd be like oh when are we gonna go and as soon as somebody'd be like how close are we to readying i would hit it first because that gave me an automatic two extra um so yeah hey i have it now it's what it's and you know what (laughs) i have both i have the regular ixian and the flame ixian so i Mm -hmm. can stunt on all them fools it's fine i can just bounce between them whenever i want Mm -hmm. i absolutely can't (laughs) so stupid it's okay. All right, Preston, how was your week? It's been good. Uh, not a super lot of playing. Uh, Jedi Survivor, I played a little bit more. Um, and still enjoying that a whole lot. Not much uh, else to bring up outside of, you know, Scuba Stev struck again. Apparently he's on all planets. Uh, I, I found I, him today. Did you? He's yeah, hilarious, for the first isn't he? Time. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's a wonderful time. character. Fucking love him. Insane. Every planet. <laughs> 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 I'm like on some like weird planet. Like, I was telling these guys like I'm on some weird. I'm not weird planet. I'm on a planet and like I go into this, like crypt and then all of a sudden I, I hear Scuba Stev in the back. I'm like the fuck is this vehicle doing up here? I hear Scuba Stev. I'm like the fuck is he doing in here in this middle of this battle zone? Like in this, in this back end of this crypt. I'm like okay, I mean, apparently he's in every level. This is gonna be fun. It's it's, it's crazy to me where I found him and where like the fact you found him much earlier because when I when I found him. It was in an area unlocked, like, way further in the story. On a planet we've been on before, but, like, I'm much further than you, right? And when I found him, it was like, hey, uh, you know, he's like, he says something like, oh, do you know of anything for me or any jobs or whatever? I'm like, yeah, actually, I think there's, like, a uh, a fish tank in Pylon Saloon that you could, could use you or whatever. He's like, oh, I'll check it out. So it's weird to me that, like... You you saw him in that fish tank, but I just found him and sent well, him in that fish tank. I found him in the hub world first. That's and, where I found him too. That's where I recruited him, and then you find him elsewhere. He yeah, was, no, he was I, not in the he was not in the tank when I found him there. Okay, but I I found him on the hub world. But oh, did in, you? again, yeah. in an area that's only unlocked much further in the story. Oh yeah, so sure. yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's random. I have no idea. Or if he can appear different places. Maybe I just missed it has to be near water. Time. I know that much. So odd. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, Jedi Survivor, great, doing good. Um, I, w- I would say that with giving myself time to get the whole like honeymoon syndrome out of it, I 
it's still my top five. I wouldn't say it's number one. Um, still good. But with the issues I've been hearing with the PC, how bad that is, the fact that it is a sequel and what well, does new things, it is still that oh, game. Don't I, lower it as a sequel. No, yeah, it's a good game. It's a, if it's a good game, it's a good game. But Hi Fi Rush that, came out and Alex does what's doing the better. He uses that argument during Game of the Year. <laughs> don't do that. If, it, if, it's a, if it's a good game, it's a good game. I don't think just because it's a sequel. No, 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 no. I'm saying like, if, but it's it's still. I couldn't agree more. It I like, like the first one. I like the second one. The year list. But there was no uh, first one for Hi-Fi Rush. It was first of its kind, and that got me a little more amped about it. But we'll we'll, we'll talk about that later on the year, at the end of the year. Yeah, um, but you said five. What are the other three between Hi-Fi Rush and... Well, I was just saying that that would probably be... Like, it'd be in the top five. Of, like, I could say top three right now, probably, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow um, tomorrow it may actually drop again. Yeah, good. So. Who knows? Yeah, I could my, my PS5 version could crash, like, nonstop. Like, okay, fuck this game. It is now the oh, bottom I'm of in this. more of Tears of the Kingdom, but yes, your oh. PS5 version could definitely gonna, crash. I will actually probably uh, be waiting for a while for myself doing Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. Um, right. It's a lot of games coming out, and I know it's going to take a lot of time, and I got Diablo coming up soon, too, so... And Street Fighter. So, I don't have as much game time as everybody else, so I just, I don't give myself enough game time as everybody else, so I, you know. Okay. I also have not had a lot of game time. It really seems like there's only one person on this podcast that doesn't do much work anymore. That's now hilarious. That I am wow. full, that now that I'm a full wow. time. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious, because considering while Preston and, I was, Preston and I were working, we have both seen the same Steam pop-up of you launching Jedi Survivor 150 <laughs> times in a given day. Yeah. I think it's really funny that that is coming from it's not, you. It's not... Yeah, but here's the thing. And I'm, you just I'm said not, that you spent two months grinding out a mount, the stupid way, by the way, on Final Fantasy XIV, and you want to have the audacity to talk about work? <laughs> We're talking about practice? We're talking about practice? Uh, you know, I'm fine with Preston actually coming at me about it, but you, you and I have the I same. Didn't, job. I didn't even say anything. We have the same. You job. came at me. This, you started this. this <laughs> you, I'm not going to gaslight me into thinking this was my fault. No. I do. That that pop up that pop up you've been seeing on Steam is probably me uh, logging in over here while I'm wor- on my work computer. Mm-hmm. Just just seeing if like I launch it if it crashes and go, yep, still broke. Just wanted to know. Yeah. Just want to see. <laughs> um, I've also been playing another Star Wars game. We did some Star Wars Dark Forces this past Wednesday. Um, it got a little bit rough. We, we, I think we got through uh, Mission 5 just fine. You know, went through there, got some new weapons. It was, it was a lot of fun. And then I get to Mission 6, and the puzzles got really convoluted. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And I'm like, okay. I was going up and down this area. It's like you get two elevators. One's high security, one's not. And then, like, you got to... Go up to find these codes and go down here to enter these codes in. And I'm saying, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm going to all these rooms. I can't find anything else to do. I'm like, where am I supposed to fucking go? I can't find the guy I'm supposed to save because I can't figure out how to get to his room. I'm like, finally, like, at the, like, towards the end of the stream, I'm like, you know what, guys? Like, you're getting close to the end of the stream. Like, I'm getting really tired of this. And I'm sure, like, if anybody's watching this, like, you're probably tired of seeing me go through the same fucking areas over and over again because they don't even respawn any enemies. So it's just boring. I'm like, I need to look this up right now. So I'm looking it up. You have to like stop the elevators at one point, and then there's like a throw like a grenade at like one wall, and you go through that wall to drop down in this one area, to drop down on top of the elevator as long as it's on the right level to go into another door, and then you better hope the other elevator is on a proper level. Never told this 
at any point in the game period of like you have to do navigate this way. They, they you should probably find a different way in because it's a high security imperial prison. But good luck, Chuck. And I'm like, this is so mundane. But I figured it out through you know the good graces of the internet. And then after I figure out where I need to go, get past the elevators. Uh, I guess this is the last little part of the game to where they want you to fucking platform in this. Like, I don't know if you've seen me play this, but you slide around like fucking crazy. They like, wanted you the to platform made of ice. when I was watching you last time, too. And this is one is even worse because it's like you got like a, a compactor in the middle. And then you got like two different levels going like this. You have to start off in one and try to jump over to the other one while that one's going up and down the middle, too. I couldn't, for the life of me, get far enough across to hit the other one over and over and should, over and over again. You should find if there's like a like a layover that you can do that's like the Preston Rage-O-Meter. No, like, the more I try it, goes a blip. Drag it up goes as, blip, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, no, uh, by the end of that, I did not finish that platforming area. I gave up that night. I'm like, you know what? We're done. We're not doing this anymore. I'm doing this for two hours. It's not fun. I'm going to go watch Ted Lasso and feel good about myself. And that's what we're going to do. And uh, I just let myself die under the crushing blows of that sewage area. I'm like, this is it. This is how we're going to go. Because fuck this game. And I'm getting pissed off. <laughs> so it's time for the sequel. We're moving I'm on. I'm going, no, I'm going to try to get past it. If not, there is a password for level skip. So if we need to, we can. I told myself, God mode anything I need just to get past this shit. Because it's an old game. Can't even look up with the mouse. Uh, you know, it's, if we want to skip something, we can skip something. All right. To That's get, fair. get further in the game. I'm not against it. You shouldn't be. Um, so, yeah, that was mostly fun uh, last uh, last Wednesday. Uh, and then outside of that, doing the usual snaps. We're almost at Platinum. We're at, I think, level 48 right now in the rankings. And uh, we are we are searching for Sarah right now. C-E-R-A. Searching for Sarah streams. Ser okay. Searching for Sarah. And uh, we need her because she takes everything down in my hand down one cost. So that means I can get, like, there's a really good deck out there we can use her for. And not to mention, I can use her with my Galactus deck. So I'm, I'm searching for that one because that's apparently the deck that like doesn't get fucked by the meta as much, or it's been pretty you know solid throughout the metas. So I'm gonna try to get that one to kind of get my rank up a little bit more. But right now, I'm sticking with my Hit Monkey and my Destroy deck. They're working really well. They just buffed up uh, Venom, which is really nice. And I may have joined a Discord that might be about tournaments. And I'm not committing to anything. I'm not going to do well, anything about we have, it. We have, we have, uh, you've leveled up. I know, I know. Up. It wasn't bad yeah, enough that I was know, watching like YouTube and listening to podcasts. Second, his second, he's not his final form, but yeah. he's evolved to his second this, form. If I had time, this I would do a, all those tournaments they want to do, but like, yeah. This is his Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> yep. oh, it is, there is sure. just no two ways about I it. may have dropped 10 bucks on you know some collector's tokens the other day because I it was Token Tuesday. And uh, I and really want to get that. you didn't say anything to us, which means you hit it because you're shamed. I mean, I'm not going to parade around and I drop 10 bucks on fucking Snap. Oh, I'll, tell, it, I'll tell you about it, later. But this, this is unique $10 because it's not the same $10 you use to buy the, uh, the battle, pass. battle Pass. Or the same $10 you mm -hmm. used buy some gold to get some more tokens at a different uh, sale I had earlier this week. It doesn't matter. No one's counting. <laughs> I was, uh, I, I was telling like, you guys. Sounds like you're counting for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was spent too much fucking money on this game. Um, let, hey, let yourself be happy, man. No, I will, but there's a limit. Uh, there's a sane limit for something you don't get paid to play. 
like uh, the, the, well, the, I was listening to the podcast. I listened to the, the uh, episode where they uh, talked about how much they spent. And uh, the thing was that he kept on mentioning, don't forget, this is also a tax write-off because it's my job. Uh, and he gets he gets plenty of money going through YouTube videos, uh, at least. I don't know. I don't know if I agree. I feel like it's okay. If you're if you're enjoying the game and you're having fun with it, and it then it's okay to spend money. Like, make yourself... Well, like, for something like... like, like, like yes, of course. But, like, but the 100 bucks a month for... Six? Six yeah. years? Seven? But but that yeah, guy... I mean, that, doesn't, that doesn't count... That doesn't count like the little. I've, I've bought cosmetics. We've bought vehicles. Sure. Been there before. Sure. Um, you know. But same I mean, with monster. We bought. We spent money on Monster Hunter. The guy can. It's you not know, stop. The guy drops a hundred bucks on that collector uh, variant card, and that's a tax write-off for him. So that's yeah. You know, oh. It's a little less yeah. of a little less of a dent than it is for somebody dropping a hundred bucks just for a variant card that doesn't get paid to play that game essentially. Yeah, like like that fool you just like. Smacked yeah. around with yeah, your yeah, deck. Yeah. I was telling these guys, uh, I, I just was playing, uh, and I was, like, I saw like all of a sudden like the logo pops up with like him on there, and like, ew, like, I could not keep myself from being like, that's fucking gross. But then again, he could be getting paid to play the game. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I think he said he spent thirty five hundred, and he has all the cards in the game. I think I think that that was his like, and the game only come out like actually came out like November December. Yeah, yeah. thirty five hundred is actually pretty reasonable. Yeah, they're saying it's around like three grand. Compared to Diablo, if you want all the cards like right now, give me money. Like it's yeah, around three grand, I think. So it's insane. Yeah. I'm not paying three grand for that. I'll just wait for guards. It'll make me enjoy, it'll let me enjoy the game for a lot longer if I'm Preston, getting cards. Preston's final form will be a GoFundMe. It'll be just a goal. My Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> My Patreon for snaps. Get all these special cards before they're yeah. gone. <laughs> Help me get the cubes. No, oh. I've been doing good. Having fun with Snap. Uh, I will not be doing it. Oh, I guess it doesn't matter because this is coming out afterwards. But yeah, I'll be skipping uh, a, a sun, Snap Sunday because I'll be gone off the weekend. But I enjoy those uh, Sunday snaps. Do join us on Twitch. I have a lot of fun with those. And we actually get a handful of people because most people are just mm-hmm. hanging out on Sunday mornings anyway. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Alex yeah. will post something on social media to let people to let the people know. I will. Yeah, I, uh, I've been joining the last few weeks on Sunday Snaps. It's been fun. Yeah, Sunday's been a lot of fun. So, mm-hmm. uh, looking forward to more of those. Uh, other than that, no other games. Uh, again, like I said, I, I mentioned I, I was watching Ted Lasso. I don't usually like, talk about shows unless it's the beginning or the end. But I will mention that I am getting really tired of watching the progression of uh, Nate, uh, as you guys have mentioned, would predicted was probably going to happen, to where he's just going to get he's going to get bombarded by the positivity of Lasso and come back around. But he's like. He's getting the girl and everything like that. I'm like, I hate everything that I'm watching right now. Like, nothing is making me like Nate. And I can't think of anything, anything well, I mean, so, that can so happen that would make me like Nate. I'm, I'm far so, too so vindictive. Let me ask, because I know where... I, I, I understand the vindictive piece. But, Preston, you said nothing that Nate is doing makes you like him. Is that because he's not doing anything likable? Or because you're just bitter like Christian is about what happened? Because if it's the bitter piece, I understand. No, but it's also I the fact that he is just... Making him they're making him like they're writing him likable. He's being a complete dickhead. Like I don't want to spoil anything for people who haven't watched it, but like the kid, like just like ignoring him and like all this kind of shit. It's like what the fucking asshole. Yeah, but you're talking like it's been a few episodes. Like Nate, that and was his, his past episode. They he did nothing unlikable in this episode. In fact, he did something super quote unquote heroic, if you will, when he went out on a guy's night. What? Okay, so you actually are you are not caught up on the latest episode then. You mean the episode that came out today? 
No. Yesterday. What is today? Yeah, yesterday. Comes out of Wednesday. Oh, sure. Yesterday. Yeah. 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 About someone's. It's about someone's. It, uh, about someone's sexy video. Out, it actually comes out on Tuesday, by the way, not Wednesday. Oh, oh okay. All right. Yeah, so it's been out for two days. Yeah, that one? <laughs> okay, either way, two days. I was sure? not the Memorial Month, but no, I have okay. not seen it. So, Preston, you're not caught up then to the latest episode. Okay, so so the the main episode that I saw, like the main overall arcing plot, would be that somebody's sexy video got out, right? So you're an episode behind, yes. Am I? Okay, I thought I was finished. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I apologize. You're okay, so I actually disagree. I don't disagree with the feeling towards Nate, because I agree, like, you you hurt somebody that was a treasure to this world, right? I do disagree with people saying they're not writing him likable because I actually think they're doing a lot to make him likable and they're doing some smart things to make other people around him more unlikable. Yes. So they're, they're doing a redemption arc. Well, I just just still don't don't love it. Yeah. I mean, but still, even so like he just seems to be like, I haven't watched the new one obviously, but it seems to be like there's, he does something like being an asshole, like every episode. I see it, the I see the conflict they're writing in there. I see the conflict mm-hmm. within him that he's writing in there, and but I do not see anything of My him problem. that I find redeeming. Here, I think there's four more episodes left. I think your opinions will start to change this episode. So watch this episode. Okay. All right. My problem is is that they're never going to get me to care about some edge lord loser who yeah. who spits on a mirror yeah. to himself to hype himself up to be like, get it, get it together, you you know. Like that's Allie too. She's a bunch something. of other expletives that I won't say on here, but yeah. you you know that that's what he's saying. And then he uh goes out and then does the thing or whatever and he's like, Hell yeah, da 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 and then like it's all fucking weird. And then and then they turn around and expect us to feel sad when somebody's mean to him or whatever. It's like just I, I think we're starting to see less of that Nate, right? Because like yeah, I think my problem is is that yeah. because it and I would be okay with that if he had not, like you said, hurt somebody who's a national treasure. Yeah. And so for me, I'm like, you suck. And also you hurt somebody who does not deserve to be hurt. You could have picked anybody Completely else and it wouldn't have mattered. You picked, you picked the one person. And so now me as being a, being bitter, like I'm just, there's nothing you could do. You could save a whole truck or you could save a whole box of, you know, Puppies. puppies and kittens from a truck that's about to run them over i'd still be like way to go for doing the bare minimum nate i think i think they understand as writers I think they understand that and i think they're going to use his girl that girl he likes as a way to make him realize how shitty he is um if i does something shitty to her yeah yeah it's it's good it's fine i mean the show's good he's fine my favorite part about the show honestly this entire season is watching the emergence of Roy and Jamie because they turn Jamie into one of the best characters. Roy's yeah. been great the whole time. They turn Jamie around so much. Jamie's okay, so good. So they, they, they made Jamie turn around. He's very good. However, yes. every single episode where he gets more and more better, I'm like, you, this is a, this is pure fantasy. There is no athlete that would be this forward thinking and progressive outside of maybe like, and even sometimes not, but like maybe LeBron would be the closest thing that you could ever see to somebody this for. But most at 99.9% of athletes are never going to be like, well, he is like philosophically preaching about like certain, like, like people's rights and stuff. And I'm like, that's very correct, Jamie. That, that 
good on you for saying that, it's... but this is not real life. You wouldn't... So your opinion <laughs> will not change after this episode because they actually tackle something this episode that I thought was an interesting choice because as soon as it starts, um, I I was like, okay, I don't... I think it's a weird time to introduce this with, like, three episodes left. Like, I'm not sure how you're going to handle... I'll, I, actually, I'll be fair. Or to be fair, I thought it was two episodes because I didn't realize there were 12 this season. I thought there were only 10. I was like, this is going to be a weird thing to tackle in like an episode. And you actually saw part of it at the end of the episode you just watched. Right. Which is what I figured. Yeah. Between Isaac and, and yep. Colin. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they so they tackle that. Uh, they get into it deep this episode in some interesting ways. Is it still a problem um, today? It is. It is. And that's it, it. It's interesting. I liked it as a whole. I think there's still some things could have been done better, but Jamie is still like, to your point, he's, Completely you know, fantastical. <laughs> yes. Completely fantastical. Yeah. It's great. I'm again, as far as a character is being written as concerned, absolutely yeah. bang up job. But I'm like, dude, this is, you are in a different universe in a different time period. That's not right now. Yeah. But I would, I would love to see if, if Ted and, um, you know, Beard leave at the end of the season, even if Nate comes back, whatever. I would love to see the show carry on literally with the team led by Roy and Jamie. Oh, for sure. Like, mm -hmm. those yeah. two together are so funny. And they actually let Roy interact a little bit more with some of the other people, uh, like, you know, the owner and some other yeah. stuff, Rebecca, in this in this, up, in this this episode. And Roy is just so good with everybody. He's, he's so a He's a great actor, just in general. Oh, yeah. 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 Just, I, I, right. I did, yeah. Anyway, so good. So, mm -hmm. all right. Anything else, Preston? That's what it. else you do? Nothing. That's it. Didn't do a damn thing. Not a damn thing. All right. Well, together, we did something. Yeah. So, first, as a little cleanup, because we forgot to talk about it last episode. Yep. Before we talk about finishing uh, Diablo 2, you guys experienced something else that is, I would say at this point, is one of the giant like you know myths around that game or that series in general because they always, they did something like that and started here and it has been a thing but you guys experienced the secret cow level yeah in the it, it, it actually started in two it wasn't a one thing yeah it started in two so do we know why or how, how that came about it was just a fun the, the an Easter egg the devs put in. Okay, so somebody just thought, hey, this would be funny if using... So, well, we have the Herodric cube where you can take things and put it in this cube and essentially kind of meld stuff together, right? It's actually how we, we progressed in one, of the, in one of the story beats earlier in the series. Um, but that sticks around with you in your inventory. So yep. as you continue Across to play this game, if you want, yeah, you can just, you know, throw stuff in it and see, and see what happens and, and see what you get out. But somebody thought it would be funny to create a level a cow level, nobody knew about it, and then other people just throwing random crap in there finally found the right combination that opened up a portal to a level with killer cows. That yep. is a pretty... Yeah, so this is actually what happened. Killer cows. Um, so this is the full story. This is... I was correct. So um, in Diablo 1 there was a rumor that was started up about a secret cow level. Mm. And so, but there was, there was not one in the game. Um, and so it was created for Diablo 2. However, when people would ask them, like, 
hey, you know, is there going to be... And Blizzard would always say, there is no cow level. Like, it doesn't exist. And even today, if you ask Blizzard, like, hey, I'm looking to get it, like, I want to figure out... You know, just if an interviewer today still would be asking about the cow level, their company response is still, to this day, there is no cow level. It's not there. Okay. Yep. Fair so enough. So it's like, it's just a bit. It's just a bit that they've they've always... So uh, then, do you wonder... Way. Do you wonder if it actually does exist in Diablo 1 and to this day no one's ever found it? Uh, no, because the game has been ripped apart by the code, so like source code. The, the, it's not there. As far as you know. People used to say that about CDs, right? But if you like played a CD from the beginning and hit the back button and then held the rewind, you could find secret tracks. So That is <laughs> not how video games work. <laughs> you don't you don't know. What about the Easter eggs and on things like the Lord of the Rings DVDs? Those have just always been there, and it just took people a little while to figure it out. Just saying. You yep. never know. This could yeah. exist. Still could exist in a game. Still not. No idea. There's there's currently no way to prove it. There, but there super is, though. There's not. <laughs> it's called a code. You, can, can you <laughs> prove it with the code? No, I, other so people. In this, already so, in this it. moment in time, it is essentially Schrodinger's cat, where it both exists and does not exist all nope. at the same time. Not true. It's true. <laughs> Schrodinger's cow level. That work is available for you to go observe right now. Not there's no way to know. There just is though. There's no way to know. Yeah, there just is. Anyways, <laughs> either way. So, what did you guys think about it? Um, I had seen it in. Yeah. I, I, like, I've seen it in Diablo three. There was a there's a, a similar thing in Diablo three. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, well, what I mean, I had seen it too. It's just like because it's been out. I mean, the game's been out for a decade or more, right? Like, I knew it was a thing. Um, I had never experienced it myself. I thought it was funny. I thought it was interesting. I think the lore behind it is more interesting to me than the level <laughs> actually was because, like, at the time we experienced it, I'm still not like super fast or like the most powerful thing on the planet so everybody else running around that were like barbarians or other classes were just kind of like tearing through crap before i would get there um so i was more fascinated by just the story of like sure. somebody found this you put it together you go in here it's a cool thing to experience more than getting in here going like oh wow because i got in there i was like okay I've seen it. It's like that's the best cool. part about it is that it's clearly some employee from Blizzard just saying yes. moo in different inflections. Yeah. Yeah. Moo, 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 moo. Yeah. Yeah. The whole <laughs> and like, but like, not even trying to imitate a cow. Nope. Literally just saying moo. Just saying moo. Moo. Yeah. So that's funny. What about you, Preston? Uh, it was funny. I, I've heard about it before. I played the Diablo three version of it. I'm sure I've seen. The, the cow I've, I would definitely have seen the cow level. I know if Adam has showed me the cow level way back when. Sure. Uh, so I, I'm rather well aware of it. It's yeah, it's fun. And don't you get like uh, there's like decent drops that happen in that level too. It, the yeah. drop rate for for rare yeah. items is yeah. like massively massively. That was a good reason to do so. Um, so yeah, yeah. nice. Um, but yeah, no, it was very funny. Yeah, I remember like we started it up uh, the other day uh, to play the last act, and Chris is like, you know what we forgot? I'm like, yeah the cow level because I had the video footage for it and we never talked about it. I'm like, Whoa, this is going to be holding on to this piece of footage for a little bit. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. But yeah, no, we'll, we'll put the footage so, down below that way. With the cow level, how do you, how did you, did they introduce it in um, three? I forget what were the steps. Uh, so three, the, the thing that they did was 
everybody on the launch of Diablo 3, everybody complained that the game had a very muted and bare color palette from what they, like, what people had shown. Like, it was a lot of blacks and grays and browns, and it was just... There's a lot of... I remember the first couple acts were a lot of cavey, then you went to the sewers. Until (laughs) until you got into Act 5, it was pretty dark. And so everybody what they had said was is they were like well don't like you know don't worry there's gonna there's plenty of color everywhere it's you know we have for sure we've got all these pinks and blues and all these other things and everybody was like okay and then you go to the secret cat level three and it's this giant very like cutesy like all the there's like sunshine and rainbows and these little clouds that have smiley faces on them and all of them are like little like it's like very my little pony-esque as far as like how bright and colorful it is and so that was their little bit that they did for diablo 3 actually from what i recall i liked the uh the look of diablo 3 i liked the dark castles and the it does not sewers. no does it not no. okay like graphically like it it they pull that like odd, uh, like uh, polygonal look that like World of Warcraft had, or something like that, and they kind of put it down. Yeah, to, like, yeah. Top the no, I see. I, I pulled up the cow level here, and you're right. It does. It looks very World of Warcrafty. Yeah, but, and the, but so the, the lines game. aren't as clean anymore. Oh. Like there's, it's like very. They, not saying they would have ever had to go back and update it, but maybe. But like, they did know. already. They did when you with the next next gen consoles. They updated a little bit, but like they didn't like they don't do go a remaster on it like they did with uh, Resurrected. Yeah. Whereas, like, it's it's wild, because if you go and play that and then go back to Diablo 2, Diablo 2, especially, well, the Resurrected Edition, mm-hmm. looks miles better oh, yeah. than Diablo 3. It's crazy it's how much better yeah. Resurrected looks than Diablo 3. Oh, yeah. So in the cow level in Diablo 3, there's actually unicorns. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's not even just a cow level anymore. No, no. it's like a... No, like I said, they changed the super joke. Super happy, the joke goofy level, yeah. Be, Super happy and colorful, as sunshine and rainbows like, and Diablo. And, yeah. yeah, interesting, interesting. Any guesses on what the fourth one will be? Clearly, they'll have it. I I don't know. I'll be very interested to see if they do have it. Um, we'll have pop tart cats. I think rainbows. what they'll do instead is have weird world bosses that don't make sense. As opposed to like a zone for you to go to. Okay. Like I bet you what they'll end up doing is like. You know, some uh, giant like unicorn or like a, a giant, cow, giant or like, you know what I mean? Cow. Like some yeah. giant enemy world mm-hmm. boss that people will fight instead, and they'll be like limited time. Come, you know, fight and they'll probably cow. do it. They'll time it with like April Fool's jokes or whatever is what I bet they'll do, as opposed to a whole zone. I don't. Li- I like the idea of two than three. Like three, it just says because I don't. I, I hadn't gone there in three. At least if I did, I don't remember. Um, but it says you just went there by walking around Tristram, like down a road towards Tristram until you ran to a ghost cow. Yep. Right. I don't like that as much as I like that in two. Yeah. You would have put stuff together, which means it would have been found completely organically and by accident. Like no, you, no. you may have found this organically too. You're walking around going a ghost cow. What in the world? But like that's a different experience I mean, than throwing some stuff in a box and man. popping it out and a, and a portal opening up. And you go, what did I just do? I think you can just sum that up by saying exactly what you said, where it's just a different experience. I think old, old Blizzard stuff is just straight up a different experience than new Blizzard stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, by, by new, I mean, like, even is back before Diablo 3 launched, when, when all those original people 
started to leave and do their own thing and Blizzard started to change. It's just, I mean, like, look at where they're at now. Like, it's just, not, it's not even the same company. They don't even make the same kind of games anymore. Like, I don't know. What? I don't know. I mean, they kind of make the same games just over and over again. They make the same, they make the same games as in the, they have the same name, but the games are not of the same build or quality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm still looking forward to Diablo 4. Yeah. It looks good. Mm-hmm. You guys going to play so. any of that, uh, that stress test this weekend? I'm going we'll to. See. We'll see. We have a concert on Sunday, a soccer game on Saturday, and then somewhere in there we have to finish yeah, getting ready. I'm going so. to because I got to figure out. I want to. I want to mess around with other classes to figure out what I want to do. Because Preston, you're pretty married to Druid, right? Not necessarily. No, it's just what I played with. Yeah, I'm not married okay. to it at all. Yeah, I'm not married to a class okay. yet. So then I might mess around with I'm those. Then Alex, you're definitely going to do Necromancer, you said, right? I think so. I think I'm going to keep it easy and just uh, roll with something I've had fun playing that was a little different yeah. for me and just carry it into four. Yeah. I'm so mad that there's not a... They do the same thing to me in Diablo 3, so I'm used to it. But, like, two launched with Paladin. Three didn't get a Paladin equivalent until the Reapers of Souls expansion. And so I'm sure four will be somewhat similar, but just irritating it's I mean, you don't you a sorcerer. Have a... or barbarian sorcerer was fine i just did it wasn't it like when i got finally towards the end it it sort of felt it just it wasn't very satisfying to I play. Okay. so i my that's my my point i might try barbarian or i might mess around with druid we'll see okay. who knows I'll yeah mess around those see if you like one or yeah. i'm fluid i can play a lot he can play whatever, although he does like turning into bears. I'll probably get it on PlayStation 5, and I'll probably get all the characters leveled up anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's true. Yeah, get another platinum going. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so that was the Calable discussions. We did that. Yeah. So we are here finally. We finished the game. Yes. We mm-hmm. are on the final act. So Did as we open up, um, like we had talked about the previous episode, uh, where we had finished the episode, Bale was in the middle of uh, starting his invasion into Mount Ariette. He let one of the uh, elders, he gave him the business out on the front steps. He did. Um, and we are pick up, or we pick up right at the middle of the town. Um, that is uh, at the the base of the mountain. So we, as soon as we come in, they basically let us know that all of the elders, save one, a rude fellow named Neela Falk, um, who has nothing but horrible things to say to you, um, no matter who you are or, or what you do. Uh, but they let you know that all the other elders, while Bale was coming, sacrificed themselves to put a giant ward around the town so no demons or anybody can come in. Um, So they're safe for now. However, they know he's heading to the top of the mountain and it is time to stop him. So from right then, we start out and we go to basically get the town ready to go and also get ready to stop this invasion. So we at first stop... uh, the Shank the Overseer is the first quest, um, where he is launching a siege with a bunch of demon uh, catapults that are shooting things at the town. Um, so, 
first part of the act, town, the people that we talk to around there, and that first quest after we take him down. What are we, what are we thinking? Yeah, Preston, go first. Uh, liked it. Um, like leading up to it, especially, uh, we got a little bit more of a color change. Uh, still a bit of brown at first, yep. but got a lot more of that snowy, hilly, mountainy area. I like that a lot mm-hmm. more. Um, all the like, enemy designs are brand new. <laughs> all the enemy designs are brand new. Uh, you got a lot of these, like, the dude looks like, uh, <clears throat> what was his name? It's not Bebop and Rocksteady, but it's the two other guys from the Turtles movies. It was uh, Token Razor. So Razor, the turtle. But those guys kind of look like uh, Razor, but he had these spikes on their back, and they did this weird mm-hmm. thing to where they put their hands down, and tentacle thing came out, went yeah. to the ground, and came out at you. It took me forever to figure out what the fuck they were doing, because you would see them like <clears throat> you're on like a plateau, or they're on the other side of like a wall, and you're seeing them just do this thing into the ground. And you're like, what the fuck are these guys doing? And then you notice they're hitting you because you don't see the shit popping up behind it. Yeah, they can use those to augment other enemies around them, so they can hit other enemies with them. Uh, those like little whips, and then it will make them exploding enemies all of a sudden. Oh, so yeah. This is the first. So that's the other thing, too, is that the, with these first batch of enemies that we're fighting, we're noticing that enemies can now combine or buff other enemies around them, which was not really a thing before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, I, uh, I enjoy the progression. I enjoy the uh, different variety. Uh, there are some levels that we went through that... I don't know some. I think there's one level that we went through that there was a certain spots I didn't like, but I think those are more... They did it for on purpose, and we can talk about that when we get to that level, I guess, but like the forest area. Uh, there were certain spots to where the, the trees just blocked your view of your characters and everything. You're like, what is that? But it usually didn't last too long. Yeah. Um, but it wanted to make you feel like you were in a forest and it was hard to see. But I'm like, fuck you. I need to see my character and what's around me and these little fucking imps I can't see behind the trees. So, Yeah. yeah. Enjoy. I like to, too. Um I would say it was probably tied. Four, four and five were probably tied with my favorite environment. Um, I think it did really, really good. I liked the idea of just the way they had it set up. Like, everywhere is trenches, and you had a bunch of, like, wood that was cut down, like, like you know, areas, made the little, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, battlements and stuff to keep <clears throat> people out. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was interesting um, that you saw the barbarians, like, fighting. And oh, if, yeah, you if you went over and assisted them. Yeah. Yeah, if you went over and assisted them, like they would kind of walk around with you and just fight and until you, they, they died. They would use barbarian dance. skills to yeah. do their thing. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting twist. I thought it was a good little touch to be like, "Hey, you are in the middle of this battle. It's happening here right now." Um, I liked the new enemies. I liked the destructible environments. Yeah. That they added, which is really Walls cool. Stuff, so, like, yeah. if you, if you want to get through here, you got to break down the door, but also like, you have to manage that somebody could be on the wall hitting you. And you need to do it quickly and, and so on. Um, as much as they were a-holes, I even liked the little, like, imps that could hop on the back of other enemies now. Yeah, and ride them. Towering and, and, shoot, and shoot flamethrowers. They, they were terrible enemies, but, like, they were really cool um, yeah. additions. I think I died the game. most on this act, mainly due to those fucks, like, getting me stuck in a quarter in those places with destructible yeah. walls. Like, I can't get out of here and there's flamethrowing you. Like, whatever, I'm dying here. It's fine. Yeah. No, I, I liked it a lot. I, I thought it was a really cool environment. Um, like I said, I think it was it was either tied, probably with number four, with my favorite look. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely thought it was more immersive than the others, oh, just sure. because of everything that was going on. It was like current, right? We had finally caught up and everything was happening in real time, which I thought was really, really cool. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, okay, so uh, I I agree with what you guys said. At, I, for me, I'm trying to like put it in a when it launched and then like my thoughts going back to it now. So, um, 
it still it still remains in the place that I had it, uh, like when I when I launched it, which is I don't like it as much as four, um, but it is it is probably firm number two uh, as far as like my favorite zone. It's very cool. I like that there are it's it's very clear that the invasion is in the middle of happening. Like it, there's no you know like to what you to your point alex like it's we're here like we've caught up there's no it's everything is present there's no like viewing things in the past right so um and part of that is that as you're running around that main environment basically everything is straight you are just running up this mountain mm -hmm. essentially like you're there's no you know like special thing or you're not going all these different directions or anything like that you are just going forward essentially um, which I think helps sells that. And then you're also, as you're running around, you're seeing like all these invasion portals that you can go into. And as soon as you go into it, it is just straight up a direct portal to a more spruced up version of, of hell that we had seen in act four. And so it's clear that Bale is just like, open these up, let people come out. I don't care. Like go crazy, but I got something I'm trying to do. So you guys just, you know, do the invasion thing, like, you know, go, go nuts. Um, so I think that stuff is really cool. Um, so then with that, uh, we go right into, uh, the next quest that we get after we kill him is that they tell us that there's a bunch of soldiers that have been captured by demons and put basically like in these little prisons around in the, the next area. So we run through, <clears throat> we free them, we send them back. And as soon as we do that, um, they let us know that there is, uh, one of the sort of uh, main people in the village that is in charge of, you know, she's the granddaughter of the potions lady, essentially. Um, uh, her name is Anya, and she went missing. She was chasing after uh, Nilothok after they had some sort of uh, a, a disagreement, let's say, about certain things that we'll, we'll figure out later. Um and so we're supposed to chase after we're supposed to try to figure out where she went and Neil Fox missing too he's gone um and so as we go to meet up with them uh we basically as we're going through the the area we find this frozen cave um and we get down to the bottom of it and she being Anya the person that was there has been trapped um and what she does after we we free her. She immediately lets us know. Um, not only did Nilothok do this, but he has betrayed the entire town um, because uh, he gave an ancient relic that basically gives Bale a free pass to just go straight to where the World Stone is, the summit of Mount Ariet, uh, for free. Like no, there's nothing, nothing crazy that happens. Um, and he did so in the promise that he that Bale would spare the town even though like I think we talked about this before but in my opinion and we can get to it when we get our opinions but in my opinion it's just like the dumbest thing for any character to believe especially somebody who has the title of village elder like yeah. uh -huh. it is just so so stupid but um so uh she after we free her uh lets us know where he's at and where his hideout is at and that we need to go and smoke him because she is not under the impression that Bale has the relic just yet, and that maybe if we get there in time, we can just take it before Nilothok gives it, hands it over to Bale. Um, 
And so she opens up a portal directly to where his, his lair is at for us. We run through there. Uh, and that boss fight was certainly something because what we find out is he is a necromancer, uh, just like uh, Alex. And um, he summons a bunch of minions, <clears throat> sends them after us, and then afterwards detonates their uh, corpses for a bunch of explosion damage that uh, wiped out a ton of uh, Alex's little army um, that he had going. And there is all sorts of stuff that ensues there. And after we kill him, he basically lets us know that uh, it's too late. He's already handed off the... the um, the relic the uh, to bail. Uh, we, you know, we didn't talk about this at the time. We'll, we'll stop there, but yeah. We didn't talk about this at the time, but how is he a necromancer in the land of barbarians? That is just where the barbarians came from. Like, that's that's where they come from, but it is not the only thing that's there. Like, they're not the only people that are there. Like, people from all over the world can come and live in Mount Ariad if they so choose. Okay. It's just interesting that, like, Neolithok as a necromancer would become an elder in in a land that just seems to be kind of like overrun yep. with barbarians, right? Yep. I mean, think about one of the other, like, there's people that, you know, and it's, it's never explicitly said what what other specializations any of the other elders mm. are. We just, you know, you just assume that they're probably you can assume that they're barbarians because of you know, yeah. that's where they come from. But you would just you would anything. assume you would assume there wasn't gonna be any necromancers around because like as I'm running around the little town and I run into an NPC, one NPC is like, Ugh, a necromancer and like spits in my general mm -hmm. direction and was like, Hey, we don't need you here. Go away. So it's yeah. like, Oh, okay, they just really just barbarians is yeah. all that is. Um up to that point, I continue to like the game. Like I, I, I like the environment. We saw some ice caves, some other stuff. I thought it was a good little um, twist on everything up there. But I still enjoy the story. Like I still think I, I think it still holds true from Act Four. Um, as soon as we hit the portal in Act Three, and we fight Mephisto and we're chasing Diablo, I think that's where the story kicks off. I think it was a little slow leading up to Act Three, yeah. but once you end it, and now. Like all the story beats start to hit really, really well. Even that Neolithoc one, um, the turn and like the in the previous act and stuff with the little mini bosses. Like I think that was all. I think it was well done. I, I like the Neolithoc thing. Yeah, yeah. I think the, this act had really good pacing as far as like mm. we were going through it. Like the, the the way it felt as far as timing wise, did a very very good job with this act. And yeah, maybe it being a DLC standalone kind of thing that probably helped. Yeah, I mean they're only they they can spend that whole year that they spent doing working on those it three just quests or doing, six quests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just working on that act. Yeah, and I think that there's a general overall feeling that I think when you start playing it, there's just a little. It's just it's like everything else that you've just played, but with just an extra, like with just a little, a little bit extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like mm -hmm. they just had a little bit extra time to 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 More spend on on the details. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I think. For me, I think I would agree most of the way. I would say that for me, I think the story kicks off at the end of Act 2. I think Act 1 is very much a setup and like a world-building kind of thing, and most of 2 is like that as well. But I think as soon as you see... As soon as Tyrael enters the scene where he comes down, he's you know holding Marius and yelling at him for being a dumbass, and then Bale and Diablo are sitting there fighting with Tyrael and like holding, trying to 
stop him from using his sword and all this other stuff. I think that's right when, from that moment on, even even my misgivings about Act 3, I think that as soon as that moment hits is when the game is like, okay, like we're we're going to just be throwing throwing story stuff at you. Because Act 3 opens, right, like with you, like Diablo's right there in front of your face <clears throat> and leaves a bunch of demons spawned behind. So I think all that stuff is... Um, I, I would say it's nice, but in general, I but I still agree with you. Yeah, like it, it you know, that's when it, it it kicks off in the in the later acts for sure. Yeah. Which didn't leave much. I mean, once we fought Neolithok, we were kind of on our way to the end, right? Like we did it did not so, leave much to do this, after that. So basically, what we get told after we kill Neolithok and he and we come back and we let them know that the relic was already gone and given to Bale, then the people in the town basically let us know, like, okay, well, you're gonna have to go through the trial of the ancients then, like. It's the thing that has guarded the entire world stone before. Um, but we, like, you're supposed to be able to use that relic to just go right past those guys, but you're not going to be able to do that. You have to uh, prove yourself in the in the, in the the Test of the Ancients, essentially. So um, as we get to the top of the mountain, uh, we are basically on this plateau that's got all these, these these giant statues and sort of this all this ornate design i think it looks really good by the yeah, way that that cool. whole area looks really mm -hmm. really cool in my opinion Agreed. um and you have these three statues and they are of uh three ancient sort of barbarian warriors and mechanically speaking they all three specialize in the different skill trees of um that the barbarian has access to in the game so i think that's actually also a really nice touch um and so you fight them, uh, and um, that one was we we had. So what happens is is your uh, intended path through that is that as soon as you press the button, all three of them come out, and you're supposed to basically try to focus one down and then just go down the down the line. We uh, because we had Alex with us uh, and his little army actually had a really easy time of doing that because his army kept the other two busy long enough for us to focus on the guy who buffs buffs them so we took him yeah. down and then we took the other one down and then uh as i affectionately referred to him as the spin to win man we saved the last <laughs> yeah um which is just the barbarian skill whirlwind where they just spin their weapons around and you just hit everybody in like a little tornado um and so we saved him for last, and we got through it. So, we're. Uh, what are you guys thinking about? I, I personally oh, I, think that is a really cool part of that act because it, it helps. I, it's like an ancient lore thing, and they do a yeah. really good job of explaining all that stuff. And the fight is really cool, and the zone is really cool. I think everything you said is true. I think it's really cool. It looks gorgeous. I like being up on top of the mountain and looking down, seeing the town, all of that. Um, I liked the fight. I thought it was all good. With that being said, I, I made my feeling known that I thought it was goofy that they're like, we're trying to chase the a, a demon or a devil, like a prime evil into this place. And those three, I, I what I imagine happened is we ran up there and they all three wake up and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't have the, you don't have the thing. Like you got to fight. We're like, guys, like we're going to chase this prime evil. He walked right past you. And one of them is like, you know, he does have a point. The other two are like, yeah, but like, we have to test anybody that comes up here. And it's like, yeah, but he's chasing. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm no, chasing. And they're like, what I explained like, but, to you, though, but is rules that... is rules. And we got a job to do. And you woke us up for no reason. You're, so, like. You are under the assumption that these are three people that are that have 
complete free will and, and are just hanging out in the statue when in reality that is not what happens and it's just the essence of these warriors that are here. they're here for one they don't you're not talking to these people oh, you I, I like to, I like to imagine they're just like three Casper friendly ghosts that just like wake up and pop out of these statues whatever Shorin. you want your headcanon to be is totally fine <laughs> it's just for the sake of this episode that is not the case for everybody listening just so everybody is aware it's just, you know, because on 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 the on the outside looking in, you're just like, man, there's so much more important stuff than fighting you three. Like, even if you're, to you, what you said, these three are like, you don't get it, like, you're gonna die. It's like, well, we're all gonna die, so at least let me go in there and see what I can mm-hmm. do. Yeah. But, with all that being said, like, the fight was very well done, I, I like the environment, I liked all of that, too. What about you, Preston, where you at? Yeah, liked it a lot. I thought it was a very cool, interesting idea, too, like, you're going up this uh, toughest barbarian location mountain and you have to fight all three sort of different versions of a barbarian which is yeah. like the, the dual wielder the two-hander and the guy who's doing the shield and the sword and it's like okay that, that's kind of neat towards like you know going through that it's, i thought it was like a nice fun little idea yep very also, little rings feeling is, that little small area it did but what does it say that like a paladin and a druid and necromancer just came out there and like whipped up on three barbarians like should you guys they, even be able to protect nobody's the... nobody's ready for hammer time and That's nobody else mean. could take down diablo or mephisto and we did so like who cares like we're yeah. we're pretty much like superheroes we're just special warriors it's yeah. well it's then maybe there should be three statues with our essence at the top of the map probably is at the end of the game who knows <laughs> no but <laughs> uh yeah so then after that we run through after we finish that test they open the way for us we run right through and we are at the Temple of the World Stones. This is the yeah. final zone. So we're running through. And Bale's army is just all in here. They just every single nook and cranny is, is covered now, by. Before we went into that, um, like, stop me if I'm going a little too far ahead. But we saved uh, that one lady and she gave us special equipment that was like specific to us. Is that before this? That is yes. We one of the rewards was that we were able to personalize an item. Yeah, not just personalize an item, but she actually gave you like you an item like or some a class got, item. Yeah, we got, we got yep. an item for your class. So I got the sweet like wolf helmet kind of thing. Like ah, oh, finally something like for my class that's automatically given to you. That yep. was a really good feeling as far as like getting that like yep. as yep. far as like your last act earlier, you're going through. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. What, what you got that look yeah. on your face for Alex? Did you not get something you liked? I got like a stick with three feathers on it. <laughs> it's a U wand, oh. which is what is what they use. So I don't know. He's it didn't look cool. Yeah. I can't see it when um, I'm fighting. It was fine. <laughs> but, uh, so then, but yes, we're in the World Stone Temple. We're yeah. fighting all these people. We're getting to the end. And then at the very end, we see World Stone Chamber. Very cool. We go in, and as we roll through that area, we're running straight up. And who is waiting for us in front of the entrance to the World Stone? But Mr. Spider-Man himself and uh, Bale, and I told you guys going into this, there's going to be a very interesting fight where there's a lot of minions and all these other things we had to focus down. So what he ends up doing is summoning uh, the elite enemies basically from every single act, uh, including and then including his own special destruction beast that you had not seen before this up until at the at the very end there um so but there is five waves for five acts right so uh act one the fallen enemies with the little shaman that can res them they're the first ones um in the second one is a bunch of the snake zombies 
The third one is actually the council member. So he summons the old, like, that boss that we fought, the the, the Zagreb council members. Uh, four is a bunch of um, Diablo's lackeys, the destruction, or the, the terror ones. And then five is um, the, the destruction beast, because Bale is the lord of destruction. Um, so we fight them. And uh, after we fight all five waves of those, Bale says, well, that's cool anyways, and then just goes right through the entrance to the portal there. Um, and so we chase after him, and then we are in the Worldstone Chamber itself. Um, and in the background is the Worldstone, which is like, it's, you know, 500 times the size of the last stone that we saw, which would have been just, you know, the demons like soul stones. Like, it's huge. It takes off like, the whole back half of your screen, essentially, is how big it is. Um, but that is where the fight with Bale starts. Um, tons of different mechanics that happen in that fight, which I think even I, you know, I had said something ahead of time where this is going to be the first boss that won. It's going to take a little, like, we're going to be working on him for a little bit. Um, but then two... Uh, he has a bunch of, like, he he has certain moves that he'll do, like, you have to dodge and get out of the way for certain things, like, um, so there's all that, but uh, we fin finally um, take him down, and so before we talk about what happens at the tail end, where are you guys at for that little final chunk? I really enjoyed that fight for what I got to see of it. And the reason I say that is because I died so many times. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. Which is normal, yeah. by the way. It's okay. Yeah. That's why you open up portals and you have a safe yeah. way for you to get in and out to get your stuff and keep wearing them down. Like he, that's... His character model is great, and I think yeah. Preston even called it out. Like, they really wanted you to enjoy it with the, the where they placed him on top of that, like, that's pillar and setting stuff down. About, like, yeah. It looked great for as long as I got to see it till he cast down fire on me and one-shot me. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. No, I I loved it. I thought like uh, Alex said, that the good call that the call that I had was, I thought it was really interesting because we had a lot of issues with the smaller bosses that we couldn't really see them because we you know Alex's fucking armies crowding them. You know, I got my fireballs happening and just, just hammers being thrown around. Like there's massive chaos happening on the screen uh, to take down the bosses. Uh, but with this one, we're fighting those waves of enemies and he is just fucking sitting up there on his like little pedestal, just like raining shit down, whatever he needs to do. And you got to actually see him to be fair he's pretty big like diablo he's a much bigger boy than most of those bosses that we faced um but it's it's nice having him or them being put off in their own like section that you could just actually see without the crowds of all the effects and enemies and like minions and stuff uh so i thought that was a really cool idea to have him there so you can actually soak in what he looks like and what he's doing and his animations you're not getting it lost in the mix um so i thought that was a really cool idea to do for this boss yeah, I agree. It was yeah. well done. Yeah, Super yeah, cool. I, love, I, I think yeah. he's great. I have no. I think it's probably my favorite of the whole game. Well, again, I, I like know he, I know yeah. he's your favorite for sure. Yeah. yeah. Again, like 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 I said, like and Christian mentioned, like this DLC just has like a little extra little extra flavor to it because of the fact that they were able to focus on just doing this act, wrap everything around this, rather than through four different acts all together. This one got its own special love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, sure. I think it shows. Um, I really love the it, it 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 feels like especially for his boss fight in the first phase of it anyway it felt like a greatest hits of what you had done so far especially in my brain it, I think it still works going just in order but in my in, you know, in my memory going back when I was you play a year later 
some of those enemies, you know, like you had your save file ready when they had finally announced Lord of Destruction. You were like, okay, I'm good. Like I've got prime gear. I've got everything I need to go through. Like I don't need to, so, so I'm just going to save it. Right. Like I'm not going to, mm-hmm. I don't need to do a hundred more runs to get, to basically get nothing because I'm, I have the best, whatever that's available right now. Um, and so it had been a while since you had seen some of those enemies, right? So going back and, and like seeing the elites that he summons to come and fight during that first phase is really cool. I think it's just like, oh, I remember these guys. Or, I remember this or these guys or oh, these guys like, you know, all sorts of you know, the, 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 the roller coaster that ends up happening when you go through this. So I still think that works. And then obviously I really just like the spectacle of that last phase, like the world stone area being in the background and seeing like it floating and sort of rotating as you're sitting there and you're fighting and doing this other stuff, I think still, still absolutely works and sells the, the thing that they're trying to do. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, huge. Yeah. So then on top of that, um, as soon as we kill him, uh, we see a bunch of his essence basically, which is all these different like spirits, like of his face essentially, and they all just shoot over towards the world stone. Um, and you know, after we kill him, Tyrio comes down and basically is like, "Hey, man, <clears throat> uh, if he, he's already corrupted the world stone, like his essence, he shot himself over there at the end of it. Our only hope now is to for me to destroy the world stone, and I don't know what that's going to do, but I know that if I don't do this." and he's allowed to corrupt it, Hell will basically have a one-way ticket to destroy the barriers, you know, of the world between Heaven and Hell and Sanctuary, and he'll just be able to do whatever he wants, and he'll control that flow. Mm -hmm. So it's better to just destroy it now and just, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but, like, we we gotta do something. And then we are met with what ends up being the final cinematic who at the very tail end, there's a shot that they use in the opening for, um, or not in the opening, but they use it in one of the cutscenes for Diablo 3, um, which is where you guys had seen the very tail end before. But I, in my opinion, I think that it is, and obviously it's just meant to be a flashback, but still, I think with how short these cutscenes are, I'm still of the opinion they probably could have just included the whole thing. There's kind of no reason not to, but they, they did not do that. But I think it's really, really well done here. Like, Tyrael is charging up, and he's, like, doing some sort of ancient prayer, and you see his wings start to pulse and grow, and they're waving back, and they're getting way, like, they're taking up the whole chamber of the of the Worldstone Chamber, essentially. They're going back and forth, and they're waving, and they're flat, and then, like, his sword is basically taking in all of this energy, and then he just fucking hucks it right at the Worldstone and shatters it. And that's that's where we're at. So at that point, you then um, get a nice little title card with the fact that you get a little thing next to your name that basically says you beat it on normal mode. Good job. And the game tells you, kick it up to hard and... Go again. Get back at it. Um, so yeah, but that's... You guys have first, finally you experienced did. the story of Diablo 2. So... Yeah. Where are you guys at? What is what? What? Let's let's we and I think at this um, point we can just talk about not only your thoughts in the very end, but then overall, let's round out with. Yeah, I would the, like to know too, like pressing on the whole, where you would rate it. Like, I was gonna say, of, I was gonna ask scale, like, like, like how one we to feel. ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, we've been talking about over, like the far as the ending, how we felt about that, but overall, um, I would say, like, I mean, 
the main chunk, the uh, the main section of Diablo 2, um, I thought was good. I wouldn't say like it was mind-blowing or great or anything like that. Uh, the, the upgrades in it are what is mind-blowing and fantastic as far as this old of a game and then giving the like, upgrades feeling and looking more modern um, as we play through it and you don't feel like you lost too much out of it. Especially the fact that you can play with controller now, which Alex is the only I, one. There was plenty yet. of times where I wish I really did that, uh, just trying to figure out what buttons were what. Like It's just sometimes it got a little, mm-hmm. a little more confusing. Uh, I agree. Um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I would say if I were to rate it, I would say before the DLC, I was feeling like an eight. And then the DLC definitely gave it that little extra bump up. As far as a whole package, I would say definitely getting more towards an 8.5. Maybe not a nine, but definitely an 8.5. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would put it at an eight. I would say before that I was probably at a seven and the gotcha. DLC put an eight. I think it rounded out the story. It, DLC it added more. Yeah. yeah it, it added, in my opinion, more to like what I liked, which was the last couple of acts. Right. Yeah. So I think it, yeah. it balanced out the game versus like the first two of like meh, but like three and four really liking and five adding to it. I thought that was really good. Um, I would put it. And I think when you look at this game as a standalone, like remaster, it was so well done and yeah. looked so good, and and it was an enjoyable experience even for a what twenty year old game, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or so. So, um, yeah, I would put it. I would put it at an eight for sure, and I would say like if you haven't played, it's definitely worth a play. The only thing Especially that I will say where it shows its age, in my opinion, is in the lobby. There are still plenty of people that play that game. But there's That's something about, about the people. Yeah, but there's something about uh, the fact that everybody looks the same at the high level gear and you see like 10 at the bottom that yep. it still makes it feel very empty. So you don't cracked, yeah. Yeah, you don't feel like there's a lot of a life to the game, the problem, even though there is. Yeah, the, the problem is because this game is solved. Like it's 20 something mm-hmm. years old. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yes. 23 years old. Like there is there is for every build that you could imagine for each character there is a definitive gear set that yep. is and and skill loadout and everything that is that is what you need like certain there is gems no you go in there certain buffs yes, you need to put there to, is like, there's exactly yeah all of it is so it's it's a solved game so when you look down especially because they show the whole point is that you want to be the way that lobby works is so at the bottom it shows every character first it just says who's here and then in that, we'll say not only who's here, but now who is like highest rated or highest ranked for, via the season, whatever it is, right? So um, the reason you see that is because to be the highest rated, to be in the season, you're you need that stuff. Like you need those that weapon. You need that those runes. You need you know mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. So you know they're all going to look like that because they all were rushing to get those drops and doing those things yeah. it, like i said it's not it's not bad or anything i just like, th- i think that's the only place in that game that shows its age is when you're sitting in the lobby screen it even though there's some people playing it does, mm-hmm. you don't get that feeling right but i think it was good i think it was really good to, you know so for me i the game still 100 holds up for me um and i think uh that um, my feelings are largely unchanged except for one particular thing that I'll get into here in a second okay. um, that I mentioned in an earlier episode. Um, but I also do think it also cemented for me, I think this game 
is it, it this is my opinion i i think that it currently stands the test of time better and it will continue to stand the test of time better than diablo 3 oh i sure. think having an open world to explore and hang out in and again like we were just going through like i was sherpaing you guys through it right mm-hmm. but like i diablo 3 is a a very linear experience. You are going to the exact point that they tell you. Yes. It pings it on a map that you have already, even if you have it on, if it's unexplored, a giant yellow circle flashes in the spot that you haven't been yet to tell you, this is the general direction you need to head in. If you're just looking to get the story part, right? Where I think, I think the, the less, directive and more open approach that Diablo 2 2 takes, I think, works better, especially for this type of game. Um, So I think for, like, a dungeon crawler, especially, I still, in my opinion, believe that it is, like, my favorite one of these. I think it is the best example of what the dungeon crawler genre, like, how repeatable runs and doing those things, Mm -hmm. like, I think that it still holds up in that regard. My only caveat is that I think it is that stamina system is so dumb and so antiquated. It why is the, you didn't take it out in the remake. Why you didn't sense. take it out, I don't <laughs> know. Or patch it out. Like, it doesn't need to be there. It's so useless. It serves absolutely no purpose, especially because you guys noticed, the, the only Alex, the only time you bumped into it was when, if you were, like, half the map away and you were trying to run to catch up to Preston and I. But before yeah. that, like I said, right around, like, Act 3, it just disappears. You never see it again. But enemies will still drop random stamina potions and all this other stuff. And you're like, what? I don't even, I don't need this. It doesn't matter. My stamina never goes down. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just very, it's, I, it's my only complaint with that game. I still, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Um, But yeah, no, it had been a long, long time since I had revisited this game. Um, Obviously, we made the joke, but the knowledge is still very much uh cemented in there um but yeah i i still think that it is one of the if if there's like a i i still think that it is an easy top three as far as the dungeon crawler genre oh like it is it is up there if if somebody is like oh i'm really into dungeon crawlers this needs to be on your your list i think to play if you haven't played it already I think mm-hmm. it kind of becomes like the top crowning, like uh, of its genre, is like for that, like that kind of. Game I personally type. would put it there, but I would understand. Like, it's right there people, with like yeah. Gauntlet Legends. Like you got like those yep. two right there for the top. As far as if you want to explain that type of game to somebody, and you can say mm-hmm. that word, or if you got a new game coming out, and you want to be like, oh, I got to play this new game. It's kind of like, and you want to say that genre, you'll say Diablo rather than trying to explain the genre kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, so fair. it's yeah. Yep. It's, I think Diablo 2 is probably the best version of it. I mean, Diablo 3 is the freshest one in, in everyone's mind, but Diablo 2 is probably the the more solid package, I would say out of all that. It is it is funny the place that Diablo 3 holds in my head cuz I mm-hmm. beat that game, right? I didn't put as many hours as you did, but like I interact with the Paragon system and all that stuff. Like sure. I played a lot. It's funny what I have in my head versus what I've explored on the internet tonight going back and looking at it because you're right like it is very world of warcrafty and a very it's it's dim but it's almost like a a, a watercolory tinge to everything right like yeah. there aren't fine lines it's kind of like muted around the Weird. outsides um it doesn't hold up as much like i looked at a boss a second ago because when we first started to play this game they're talking about bail i was like i feel like that boss is in three this was like in act one and two right but that was belial, belial. so i was going through the bosses here and i was looking at like belial and they showed him on his like 
pedestal because it was kind of separated. Which I also remember in Diablo 3, there were a lot of bosses that were, like, separated from you. Like, in the sewer, yeah. there was one. But, like, it you just couldn't even tell what he was. Right? Where, like, this re these remastered, like, models and sprites, like, they looked great. Looks so good, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. And I think it, it speaks to the fact that in Diablo 3, and this is just my opinion, but I think... I. And this is not, I mean, this is a, you know, we're doing a thing about Diablo 2, so I don't want to spend too much time on Diablo 3. But I think that what it ends up doing is Diablo 3, in comparison to 2, especially now, I think ends up becoming a period piece about where Blizzard was at at the time. And it just had no clue about what it wanted its identity to be or how to do things like old Blizzard used to do or anything like that. And it was trying to sort of imitate some of those things. Um it is it's the uh, dragon age 3 of its yeah yeah its and, time. and and the reason i say that is because even going through diablo 3 if you look there's only a few cinematics that are of the old blizzard quality but most of them are that old storyboard they uh, are the, yeah, right, they the writing the where they do the writing and they sort of draw you get like one what for, happens for and they do like one, a slideshow yeah, yeah. they do like one at least for each act i think yeah um, and but as you're doing it and then you think about it and you go through and as far as bosses or anything goes and this is just my opinion but outside of the primeval where you know story spoilers for Diablo 3 but when all three of them merge out of the Black Soul Stone and they you know it's all three of them together um and some of the lesser evils are also shoved in there as well so that's where you get sure. all the other designs either way um because of that uh you I think most of that game ends up being pretty unremarkable as far mm -hmm. as like things that you don't remember like i think that the main stuff that you remember from diablo 3 is the heaven area yep. because that part is legitimately cool yes. right like mm -hmm. where you're chasing after diablo and him and uh imperius are having the fight in front of the gates of heaven right and diablo like shatters it Super after he beats the shit out of imperius yeah. and stuff. very cool like so 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 cool i still that cutscene is etched in my brain. It's very, very good. Um, that whole zone is very, very cool, and I think like that works. And then Malthael being one of the angels that there are the angels that changes sides towards the end for the Reaper of Souls DLC. Um, those are the only two bosses that I think even remotely stay in people's brains. But really, if you're thinking about Diablo three, if if there was a zone that I really remembered, as far as an act is concerned, it's mostly just heaven. Because it I remember, was like, I remember that in the ramparts. Sure, yeah, during Act Four, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, which then leads it leads into the Heaven part, right? Like mm -hmm. that's you 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 start Heaven from that little after you end the ramparts area. But yeah, that's totally fair. Um, whereas I think on the whole, especially revisiting it, I think Diablo Two has it, it holds up way better in my opinion in in comparison. Um, and I hope, especially now. Uh, Based on what we've seen, you know, I hope that uh, Diablo 3 ends up being a, a best of both worlds uh, situation where I, I hope the story and the things and the Diablo areas four. and the design. Yeah, sorry. Yes. I hope that it's a return to form and that it's a mix of both worlds because I think there is a lot of quality of life improvements that happen in 3 that I think are totally worth. And that's actually that that reminds me. There is one other thing that I think is I the only thing that I don't the other thing that I don't like about Diablo 2 
or that I don't not that I don't like. I don't have something that holds up as well. Is I don't like that you're um, both. You only can have two skills, and one of them is attack, and then the other one is your your right mouse button essentially to scroll through whatever like spells you want to shoot out, depending on whatever your class is uh, or skills you want to use, and you have to cycle through them. Right, like you can set all of them to different function buttons, but you have to cycle through them yourselves manually because it's only mapped one button. Whereas in Diablo three and four, you have a whole skill bar that you use, and then it's just one button to heal, whether that's your health or your magic, you know, whatever it was. Right. That's, so that's a that, that was fixed with a controller. It sure was. Yes, it was. You know, it sure was. Like me bouncing between, yeah, RB, me between yeah. spells was not fun with my F no. buttons. No. With a controller, no. it, was, it, was, it was great. I'm sure. It, so, and that is something that's specific to the resurrected version, I think. Yeah. If you're good, yeah. Absolutely use the controller if, if it, it, because it's available on all platforms. I, my problem was that I have been so used to playing this game with the key, that I, it would bust my brain. Like, I, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't feel right. So, but that's a me thing. That's not like a sure, other sure. people thing. Um, but yeah, that is that is it. We have finished our first gaming book yeah. club, Yellow uh, mm-hmm. Two. Everybody has given their thoughts on it. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed it, and I think we have the next one lined up, so we can at least announce it. You can, yes. Um, so the next one is that we're going to play is the death of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Free on Steam? Free on Steam. It is free on Steam. So if anybody wants to play along, feel free to grab it for free on Steam. Jake, yep. play along. I know you're a big Sonic yeah. fan. You and your fucking Mad Libs. Let's let's go with this, man. Play yeah, along with us. True, true. Yeah. Um, but it is uh yeah, it was a April Fool's game that turned out to that Sega actually released and turned real. From what I understand, I hear great things. I have not looked at anything. So I no. it it would be perfect for this. And that will be uh just so everybody's aware because of the the length of it, that will be a one and done. So we are yes. going to completely play through that game and then talk about the whole thing. Yep. Um, as opposed to, it's not long enough to to chop up into to multiple episodes. Not worth it, yeah. So, but there it is. We I did mean, it. First, we did it. Down. All right. Fun. Yeah. Nice. Preston, do you like have it. anything for us before we end tonight? Um, yeah, just kind of uh, leading up to the uh, Death of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, we will, since Alex is gone, we're going to have, there'll be this episode. There'll be the, uh, a new episode of the D and D that we have pre-recorded already. We have that in the bag and then we're gonna have Jake on, uh, we're gonna have Jake on to talk about like collections and then I'm going to see if we can get one more in there with a guest. Uh, we can't mean Christian will just hang out. We'll do our own little episode. We'll probably talk about fighting games the whole fucking time. Um, or we'll just be sitting there talking about how cool it would be to see a Gundam in Japan. Uh, before it leaves, what a great uh, topic yeah. For the show. Otherwise, yeah. we I do have somebody I'm, I'm thinking about, and that they were at the uh, Christian's wedding. And they mentioned that they might want to be on the podcast, so I think I think we can get them in the bag. So we'll, we'll have Colleen. them on. It'll be fun. Is that? Is it, is it Colleen? Colleen? <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. Um, yeah, we'll have well, on Wednesdays. Colleen will be on, and then all three of us will. The episode you know topic will be uh, it, Alex's yeah. worst takes. Right? Alex has to be going. You know, I, was, so. I was actually going to say, you know what? I will not accept any criticism from Colleen until she comes on the show. So there you go. Fair enough. You hear it, Colleen. Shots <laughs> fired. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we'll be doing all that uh, still. Uh, follow us. Follow us on YouTube or subscribe. Subscribe to us on YouTube so you get notifications of us updating. Follow mm-hmm. us on Twitch so you get notified when we're live and streaming. 
And then feel free to check and out then, the socials. Yep, check out Instagram where we post sometimes. Yes, fair. Yeah, when, when Alex feels like it. it. <laughs> I I uh, I meant to watch this. I actually completely forgot that you were streaming a new game this Wednesday because um, we didn't go to trivia. We skipped trivia because we were doing house stuff. And when you brought it up today, I was like, man, I really wanted to watch that while I was, we were literally just packing and doing laundry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really sad I missed that that Star Wars game because I'm really excited to check it out. You do have a week to you know watch it on uh, video on demand on Twitch, uh, and then I will be bringing Dark Forces over to the YouTube's. I'll be cutting it a little bit more so you'll probably enjoy the YouTube version of this <laughs> this this one. I've told myself I might just watch a quick playthrough before I play through the next uh, missions just to make sure I know what I'm doing, where I'm going. So I don't mm-hmm. spend a half an hour going up and down, she looking at elevators all day. So, yeah. yeah. Um, nice. But yeah, uh, keep an eye out for that. And other than that, uh, we are all good. That's all we got. Awesome, everybody. Well, thank you for hanging out with us on another episode of The Testing Room where we just completed our first Game Book Club game. Uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected. We hope you enjoyed it. And with that, Preston, you know what to do. Go see a Gundam while you're in Japan. Hit it. This has been The Testing Room. Music by at Damien Crow on Instagram. Logo and art by at RafePet. Interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at TestingRoomPod or email us at TestingRoomPod at gmail.com. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all of your favorite podcasting apps. And make sure to share us with your friends. Thanks, and see you next time.